The coronavirus lockdown must have been the hardest curveball to hit romantic relationships in the history of dating. If you were not married or living together when the lockdown was put into effect, it's without a doubt that your relationship would be put to the test. Tough as it was, elements like having a strong foundation, open communication and understanding each other's love language made navigating relationships during a pandemic a tad bit easier, or so we hope. During the shift, effort was needed from both ends by means of regular phone calls, emails, video chats and other forms of digital communication to keep the spark alive. And with intimacy off the table, we had to develop different ways of expressing love to our partners. Because having a strong emotional, spiritual and physical connection are key components in a relationship, we wonder how many relationships survive the effects of the global pandemic. Welcome to the Numbers as Faces podcast. Hey there, Africa, or the world, uh, wherever you are. How are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, this is the Numbers as Faces podcast, and uh, we're talking about COVID-19. Um, yes, we are living in a COVID world. Um, our world has changed. Um, our world has been disrupted, such a, a word that's so frequently used. Uh, we're navigating the world differently. We frequently use that word as well. Uh, but basically, we are living in a pandemic. We are over a year in and life has been very, very different. And uh, in this particular episode, we're going to be talking about love and dating within this oh. whole pandemic period. Um, so I am Ingrid <laughs> Barmy, one of your hosts for this uh, podcast, but I am with my wonderful lady in Malawi, Ms. Lerato Hande. What's up, girl? What's up? What's up? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I am good, thank you. What does the word love mean to you? It's my name. Oh, <laughs> hey, look at you. <laughs> nice comeback. I thought I was catching you there. <laughs> so, I think mm. I think for me, I do think about this a lot, actually, mm. maybe because my both my names, um, Upendo is my middle name, which also means love. Oh. And I suppose for me, love is just, it's it's unconditional. It's, it's um, selfless. It's... Um, just appreciating someone for who they are flaws and the good things and it's honest so also you know it's also friendships it's platonic mm. it's really a whole mm. range of things and yeah today yeah. we're talking about romance what is yeah. love for you love for <laughs> me shoo i feel like i threw you that question and i wouldn't be able to answer that <laughs> <laughs> But I think I'm going to try and run away from answering that question. And, you know, just uh, giving you guys sight of, we had a conversation. I was, uh, I had a conversation with um, a gentleman uh, in Lesotho who recently, or well, not so recently, but he discovered love, missed a whole mm. pandemic. And we hear about his journey and his experience and what it's been like to literally date and fall in love during a pandemic. Hey, um, my name is Mpisa Edwin Hagani, 
and I am from Lesotho. I live in Maseru at Haabia. I'm in a relationship, yes. Um, it's been five months now, uh, counting from December. And uh, yeah, it's 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 been a joy ride so far. We're still, I guess, we're finishing all the, you know, the last days of the honeymoon phase. Everything is just so nice and beautiful. And uh, oh my God, <laughs> I think I'm I'm happy, you know, regardless of you know, the current situation of uh, COVID. But yeah, um, I am in a relationship with um, AB, that's what I call him, but his name is Abiele Lukulo. And it's, it's, been a, it's been a long journey, really. Uh, we met, I think, uh, a couple of years back, but we, we were just good friends. And um, he went to school, he went back to school in SA, and we were still communicating. Then when he came back, we started rekindling the flame and we decided you know what let's just do this because i think we've just been you know we literally know each other to that extent uh we decided yeah let's let's make it official can you imagine falling in love with someone during the lockdown Dude. like after <laughs> after the president is like yo okay you know you're in the talking stage and then the president is like okay hard lockdown guys no going wherever wherever mm. and you're like but i'm just getting to know this person mm-hmm. and like i'm so obsessed with this person and i can't see him or her imagine and at that time your heart is pumping or marshmallows them. but you can't see this person um i think the only thing you can rely on is you know i guess thank goodness the pandemic came when we had cell phones <laughs> so mm-hmm. you are relying on sure. phone calls Imagine and texting but it isn't the same as physically being able to spend time with someone um that you love you know and even if you haven't started a relationship uh, just before the lockdown but you guys have been dating and you know you see each mm-hmm. other frequently and then boom a whole lockdown and everyone is buckled down in their own house and you can't see your partner mm-hmm. at all someone that you used to seeing on and such a regular ba- like, basis yeah then the partners that you know one person can be really strict about social distancing and the other person may not be so that becomes tricky or situations you know where you're actually stuck with a person and i say stuck Mm. because you know people are so used to going about their individual lives even though they could be married to someone and then now they're like tired of this person Mm -hmm. and you know so i think there's just yeah a lot of different things waking up that come to to mind when i think about romance waking up next to that same face and then going to bed to that same face, walking around the house, that same face is there, and you're like, oh my god, the gosh, same face, no, like, is this my life? And it's like, it's the life you chose. And then some of us wish we could actually do that. So, anyways, who the lockdown? Mm. Um, I think one of the reasons why you know we delayed actually um starting to have dated earlier last year was because of you know the up and down situation of uh lockdown and then going back to you know going back to reality still with restrictions was um we lived in we live in different uh places in different areas so 
you know, there was a curfew, there was lockdown, and, you know, you could only go to town for, uh, you know, essential services. So having a social visit was like taking a risk that you might just be arrested for not for going somewhere that to, to, to a place that does not provide with essential services. But then I think after it kind of, you know, came down a little um, towards the end of the year, uh, you know, we started seeing each other on a regular and then, you know, we we tried really, but also earlier this year, we had another lockdown, which was very stressful. But then I think we were very, you know, crafty about it because I think for a whole one week and a half, I spent time at his house and when he brought me back to my house, um, <laughs> uh, I think he spent like a week and two days. So, you know, we, we, tried, we tried to alternate like that because, you know, frequent visits would mean that we would have to take that risk of, you know, going to a place which does not offer the essential services. But then we, you know, we ended up making it work. Uh, well, luckily he is, you know, uh, one of those people that works uh, in the front line. So he had um, a permit, but you know, you don't want to abuse the power that you're kind of given. So we we made it work. It, it wasn't really that hard. The lockdown was not really that hard. It was, you know, let's say one out of five hard maybe or two, but I guess you know, when, when you really want to make something work and also it was very still early in the relationship and you know how you'd really want to see, you know, that person that makes you smile every day. But if you can't, you know, luckily we have technology. We could just uh, video call, you know, and make sure that at least we heard each other's voices and saw each other's voices via our phones if we were not together. But at the end of the day, we made it out and we're still going on strong. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can video call. Um, you can um, send texts and try to keep as connected as you can uh, digitally. Uh, but then, you know, there comes, you know, during the lockdown, there were restrictions of us not, you know, only going to essential, going for essential services or going to the shops just to get your groceries, uh, going to the pharmacy to get your meds if you need any meds. But other than that, you need to be locked down. But now I can only imagine if you live like sort of close-ish to your partner. And I wonder if people like would get up to like, okay, cool, let's meet at the grocery store and like, act like we're doing groceries and like spend time together <laughs> in that way you know um but also i think also talking to that is like i can imagine that because relationships were put on such a edgy type of restriction um people were probably trying mm. to be risky about it as well yeah and i think i feel like it gets to a certain extent where it's like um if you risk it all then you feel like you're you're protecting your relationship or something but if you don't then you know there's some kind of it's also it's 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 really tricky because then it's like weighing out weighing out the consequences um on either side 
But what I really like about this story is that even though they did see each other and they did, you know, stay together at some point, they were being very mm. cautious, mm. you know, and they were taking the precautionary measures together and they made it fun. And, you know, just quickly to just quickly mention something uh there was actually <laughs> a video that went viral in south africa of a guy who actually had his girlfriend in the boot of his car <laughs> and he was trying to transport what? her from one uh one city to another city <laughs> and that's the question like are you willing to take it that far i'll lie in the boot for two hours until we get to our for next real, spot man. it's crazy but like you mentioned you know um the couple that we are uh talking to uh spoke about you know how they took preventative measures and how they were able to take care of themselves and you know not risk it all uh, but you know ensure that you know the love keeps flowing well yeah like i i i did mention earlier um you know uh with the restrictions and all like visitations uh to friends or family was a bit of an issue and then there was curfew as well but uh, we we were very smart about it because I think before the actual date of uh, lockdown, um, I moved in with him for like a week and a half. So we basically saw each other for a good one week and a half. When the lockdown was, you know, getting a little bit settled, um, I was able to go back to my house where I think we took um, a few a few days apart before he could come over to my house for also a week and a few days. But really, it, it was a risk. It was a whole Jumanji, you know, trying to sneak out of your house and go to somebody's place because there were soldiers and policemen everywhere patrolling. So you'd have to have a, a legit reason why you went out of your house. But then I think... <laughs> It was the point of just you wanting to see that somebody, <laughs> you will do almost anything. But also, I think we took um, um, measures to like still maintain that we are both safe because I think the first time when he came through to my house, uh, I remember I was like, nah, you are putting off those clothes, taking a shower, and then we shall put the clothes uh, for laundry because yeah no i don't know where you where like you know you might have met somebody or whatever but i think at the end of the day we we tried really hmm in terms of intimacy i think i we were we were a bit skeptic you know the first time when things really got hectic uh you know the early days of 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 you know the lockdown but like I said, uh, we usually tried to, we tried almost every remedy that people were suggesting and also the steaming. So I think we just decided, you know what, um, if we're going to do this, we're going to try and be, you know, safe about it. You know, we should steam, we should have like those regular mental remedies almost every day so that we don't have like any issues of, not um having to be intimate or literally just sleeping in one bed or being in one house so when it comes to intimacy yeah i think for the first few days it was a bit you know we were stepping on eggshells but then we decided let's just you know be safe try this and then you know we could go ahead and keep the fire burning and we did 
for a lot of people um i know that love is expressed in different ways you know um intimacy is something that plays a very uh, big role in a relationship and not just intimacy in the form of you know um um getting all excited under the sheets and so forth but also just mm. you know being able to spend time together being able to just cuddle up on the couch being able you know those little pics of kisses and so forth but you know, when your partner has stepped out and, you know, cause he does mention that uh, his partner is a frontline worker, meaning that he's standing at greater risk to obviously uh, catching the virus. And he comes home and, you know, what you're thinking about is, is he bringing home a virus or am I bringing home a virus? You know, um, even when they talk about how he's like, no, you need to take off all of your clothes <laughs> and get that washed. But, you know, intimacy is such an important role in a relationship. And how do you how do you keep that spark alive and keep that going midst a whole pandemic like no, I can't, yeah. you know, I can't be all mm, mm, with you because who knows what's what. Can't really kiss you because who knows what we could be giving each other. But I think that's what also makes it harder to see a, your partner because you know that when you see each other, you're inclined to mm. do that. Like, um, I feel like you know, going to a business meeting, you, you're always wearing, well, for the most part, because you're supposed to be wearing your masks and like you ha you keep your distance naturally. But when you see your partner, you just want to hug them and, you know, just like be intimate with them. So, yeah, I think that's the, that's the mm -hmm. hard part. Like, except like... Because the moment you get home, <laughs> but there are other you take ways off your mask intimate. and throw it there. Like, honey, I'm home. But yeah, <laughs> honey, I'm home and I might be coming with a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no i i'm in a relationship with a very funny human being and i think i have a couple of scenarios where you know we would have a laugh till you know you get tired um usually every once a week which was set for maybe wednesday or friday um i usually you know do my facials like face mask, steam scrub, you know, all the facial treatments. So I introduced him to that. And um, I remember the first time uh, when he tried, when he tried on like the mask and it's a, it's a charcoal mask. So it's like black and also he's dark in complexion. Uh, <laughs> he came out of the bathroom acting like he was like a zombie or like a monster from like the movies and then he started acting stupid and making sounds and i just looked at him i was like wow really like like we are definitely acting like 12 year olds but i like it you know i had a laugh for days and also like i said i used to like make fun of him um during the time of when we when we were steaming you know he he felt like he was suffocating because he couldn't stay under the blanket for at least two minutes so he would literally just take a break and then go back in i'm like you're such a baby but <laughs> yeah no we we always found like humor in a lot of things 
like you know when we watch movies you just make jokes out of the characters or a certain situation that um on on tv and we'll just laugh like i think most of the times when we are together he is the clown because he always finds humor in like even a serious issue he will make you feel comfortable and make you laugh and just make a joke out of it I love, love, love how they took such a grave situation or such a serious situation and they made it so lighthearted. Like they joke about like, you know, keeping themselves safe and they find things that, you know, small things just to have a laugh about. And it's really in the small things, I think, that sustain a relationship or sustain, you know, even just a friendship. Like... It's the small it thing. Is. And it's just being goofy about certain things, you know. Everything doesn't have to be so serious. Yes, we're in the pandemic, you know, but and yes, the people are, you know, going through the most. But at the same time, man, there's so much to be happy about. You know, just being alive is is something that is one can be so grateful for. But there are also so many funny things that are happening in the world. You know, there are just so many things to laugh mm-hmm. at. They're just and it's just taking, like you say, it's just making light of everything and enjoying the moment. Because I can imagine even when they were apart, you know, that was like, oh my gosh, I wish I could see you. Because you get to miss your partner. You get to miss the things that you love about them. You know, the conversations that you share, the, the things that you do. And when you do get the time together, you know, you, you, you harness that and you hold on mm. to that. And you make the best out of the situation. Because who knows, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Before you know it you or your partner or someone is no longer there and then what so yeah a very interesting one at that i find it quite humorous being zombies <laughs> running around like zombies oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it was such a joy to listen to mpisa speak like you can just tell that he's just so happy and wow it's so nice to see to see people in love Yeah, so I think something that has stood out to me just throughout recording this podcast is, yes, we are going through a pandemic and um, the implications of it have been rough. Mm. They've been so rough Mm -hmm. for people, for us in our different ways and just how it's affected our everyday lives. But what I'm seeing, I think it's something that um, Suffix mentioned in his episode is just like finding finding ways of you know dealing with the pandemic and and you know like making the most out of it and it's i think i spoke to kbg a malawian artist as well who's doing live streaming and he's just like um talking about um ways of really just you know coming to terms with the pandemic and saying okay cool how can we move forward and um, it's, I don't think that, like, just relating back to what Mpisa's story, I don't think that we should um, feel like we can't find love during the pandemic or that we can't um, be in relationship during a pandemic or that we can't, you know, spend time with our friends mm-hmm. or um, just different types of relationships, even with our families. I think that it should not stop us from engaging. If anything, we need to check in with each other more. Yes. 
absolutely check in with each other more but also ensure that um what do we call it ensure that um even if we are going to be seeing people like let's not let our guard down let's still keep um you know adhering to the restrictions and you know being cautious and not being not being what's the word that i'm looking for um okay i can't find the word but let's not be reckless there we go uh reckless in our behavior and you know what we do we love our people love our families but we also have a responsibility to take care of them and ourselves i think one advice i would give to you know um people who are in relationships or will be in the future in like relationships is when when you love somebody and you really want to make it work you just have to you know take the risk you don't know what what the future holds you know we all are human at the end of the day we all have our pasts and we all have our aspirations we all want to be loved at some point. And um, if you find that somebody you feel like you will hold their hand and go through, you know, the emotions and everything, take a risk, you know, make it work, but also still maintaining because COVID is, is really taking a lot of lives. Also um, take calculated risks, I will say that. Um, you know, be try to be as safe as possible because you can't just take a risk and you know take a walk and take a car to you you know your your partner's house and when you get there act like you just left the house to go outside to get some fresh air you know you need to take measures like um because right now everybody's sanitizing so you need to sanitize get rid of the clothes you know take a shower put on your clothes so that at least whatever that you contacted outside remains in that clothes so that you know you can put them in the laundry immediately so that it doesn't contaminate others because there are a lot of theories on how COVID spreads so at least when you take a calculated risk like that one it makes things very easy and also um don't be afraid to love love is a beautiful thing don't be afraid to love yes love is definitely a beautiful thing and that was uh, Mpisa from Lesotho telling us about himself and AB and their relationship and wishing them all the best and we hope to hear about their growth and all things beautiful for their relationship and that's also kind of like a wrap from us sort of kind of maybe mm. in a way <laughs> it's been so great just hearing all these stories mm. and um yeah we've like we've cried we've laughed mm -hmm. we've you know we've gone through the round of emotions and yeah this has been such an such an honor it has been but thank yeah you. thank you we so have a follow-up episode <laughs> thank you ingrid <laughs> i like you know when i come to joburg or when you come to lilongwe yes i shall come to lilongwe just, <laughs> just you know just actually meet nicely because uh, you're cool peoples right you're also cool peoples yay <laughs> <laughs> 
But yes, guys, um, do join us for our next episode, which will be our last episode, unfortunately. But we'll be looking at this entire series, podcast series, and just running it back on, you know, what COVID has been, what people's experiences have been, how we've been relaying your stories, and just taking one last look at, you know, COVID in itself and how it is that we go forward. They say it's the new normal. What is the new normal? But yeah, you can catch us on the next episode as numbers of numbers as faces. To access the full creative campaign, search the hashtag numbers as faces on all social media platforms. You can read up on more of our COVID stories as they're released by following Open Society Initiative for Southern Africa on Facebook, at Osisa on Twitter, and at Osisagram on Instagram. As we try and navigate the new normal, let's remember to protect ourselves and those around us by regularly washing hands, wearing a face mask when in public, and practicing social distancing. The Numbers as Faces podcast is brought to you by the Open Society Initiative for Southern Africa in collaboration with five storytellers from South Africa, Lesotho, Malawi and Zimbabwe. Script written by Nagato Honde. Interviews conducted by Nagato Honde and Ingrid Barme. Artwork and podcast covers by Emily Bruff and Ronyarero Nyagwande. Music supplied by Made by Cap. Recording studios at Zaluso Arts, based in Lilongwe, Malawi. Recording, editing and distribution by Neon Bloom Productions. Consulting producer, Fernando from Neon Bloom Productions. Content provided by Osisa Creative Agency.